like a flood. The Spirit of the Lord will raise up a standard against him. I see the enemy coming in like a flood in our houses, in our churches, in our families. But what I don't see is the standard. People of God, where's the standard at? We're in a war, y'all. It's time to stand, y'all. The Lord gave the word, and great was the company of them that published it. So then faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. Welcome to the Know Your Bible radio broadcast that reaches around the world daily with the good news about Jesus Christ our Lord. I am your host, Bishop Fred A. Carwell Sr. Now lend me your ear, and let's go inside of Know Your Bible and hear God's life-changing word. Welcome to Know Your Bible. Today's message, Steps to Financial Blessing. And now here is Bishop Caldwell. So the Lord expects us to be good stewards over what he blesses us with and to not be foolish. All right, in Proverbs 6, and we commenced at verse 6. Go to the ant, thou sluggard, lazy person. Consider her ways and be wise, which having no guide, overseer, or ruler. See, the ant world does not have no guide, no overseer, no ruler. But yet, in our studying of, in my studying of the ants uh, family, do you know that ants have a pharmacy? Do you know that ants have hospitals? Do you know that they have schools? Do you know that ants have policemen? Do you know that ants have soldiers? Now, when you're sitting up there trying to enjoy your meal and you feel something stinging you on your ankle and you, you reach down and you hit it and you see that ant on the floor, if you look long enough, somebody's going to run out there and get him. So the ant does not have no ruler, no guide, or no overseer, but yet the ant has intuition to understand that what I have, I better save some of it. Because there are hard times up the way. And if I don't want to get caught and have my family all in bondage, I need to save something. Go to the ant, thou slugger. This is a man that God made in his own image. He's telling him now to go to the lowest creature that he ever made. Sit your happy self down and let the ant be your instructor. You know what won't let man do that? He's full of pride. He's full of it. Me and my house been debt free over 30 some odd years. And I'm sitting here talking to you about money. Some of y'all already all tight in your sandals. Why do we keep going to fools that make us more foolish? We need to talk to someone who's already been there. Who knows the way to do it. And that's what good instructors do. Now, whether you want to deal with it or not, then that's another subject. You need an attitude adjustment. <laughs> Just like that person that went to Grambling and uh, enrolled down there in that, in that mathematical class, stayed one day, came out all puffed and mad and everything. Somebody said, well, man, what, 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 what's wrong with you? I went into that math class. Well, and all they want to talk about is their problems. 
Math always represents a problem. But if you're wise, you'll understand what you need to solve the problem. Some of y'all in debt over your head. And you keep doing things the same way, expecting different results. That ought to tell you right there is something wrong. But I'm here to say, in good faith, that there's not a situation in here financially, whether you pay in child support or not. It doesn't matter. When you turn it over to Jesus and you stop worrying about it and you turn it over to the Lord because at Calvary, he already worked it out. So the thing is, Lord, help me. Give me wisdom. So the Lord says, okay, I tell you what. I need you to go and see the ant. Because you're slow for you're a slugger. And a lot of times, that's exactly what we need to do all the time. The Lord said that we need to do it. So in verse 7, which having no guide, overseer, or ruler, provided her meat in the summer. That's when the getting is good. And gather her food in the harvest. That's when the rain and the snow comes. That's when it's difficult to get out there. See, some of you young adults in here, you are in the summer of your life. This is where you make your money and make your children. This is where you find that house that you just fell in love with. And you got to have it. And you and your husband talk about it. Or if you're a single person and you're wise and you look into it and you say, you know what? I think this is the house right here I want to live in. God will help you to get there. But you can't go out spending all that comes into your hand and expect to have a life filled with fidelity. It's not going to happen. Because if you spend all you owe, you have nothing in reserve. So the summer of our lives is when we make preparations for the winter time. Uh-huh. You got some folk out here, even though there are tens of millions of people unemployed in this country right now, simply because of an ignorant individual that did not know what they were doing but had all this power, and now we got over 300,000 dead people. We got people that are out of work. But God is saying, I got a place where my name is that's good ground to sow into. And that's what you need to do. When it comes, I'm, I'm not quite in the, in the harvest times of my years. <laughs> I don't think I am. But when you get up in age, and the Lord has blessed you. And it's raining outside. And you know some folk will tell you. We got, you have no idea how many doctors in here. They'll tell you. When the clouds come. They'll ask you. Do your ankles hurt? <laughs> you know what? Because they think they're a doctor. 
They're saying, look, that pain is coming because it's, it's cloudy outside. Like the blood of Jesus and the stripes can't get beyond the clouds. This is what I'm saying. When your financial stuff is in order and you have reached retirement or you have enough money say you don't care what is going out there you ain't got to get out there that's where you want to be and that's what God wants for you so now that you're in the summer months and years of your life be wise you cannot spend you can but you shouldn't all that comes into your hands can I get a witness Okay, verse 8, she provide her food in the summer and gather her food in the harvest. So you sow and you reap. That's what that is. How long will thou sleep, O sluggard? When will thou arise out of thy sleep? When are you going to wake up? All them credit cards maxed out. When you going to wake up? Don't you hate being at Walmart in line and somebody in front of you and they got a whole thing of credit cards? And ain't none of them going through. Now, <laughs> try this one. No, you should have one credit card. And that credit card ought to be in case you have to do some stuff online or you travel and uh, you booking a hotel or you book an airline. And that should be paid off in 30 days. You don't be carrying this stuff. Now, God knows, and, and I'm, not, I'm not a hateful person. I've learned a lot about me in my born-again experience almost 50 years now, 44 years. I want to see everybody doing well. I want to see every family prospering. You know, I want you to be able to send your kids wherever you want to send them. I really do. So I don't have no hateful spirit and I'm not trying to talk down to you but you know a lot of times when you're talking to people about something they don't want to hear about they get ugly so if I burn all of my time in the summer of my life have nothing saved have nothing put back and I got all this indebtedness like I'm 28 or 32 years old there's something wrong with me and the, the, the something wrong with me is that I'm not looking out into the future. And that's what God wants us to be able to do. To look into the future and to ask ourselves some hard questions. And that is what am I going to do with what God has put into my hands. See I'm an overseer here. That means then that I'm responsible for everything, even the trees in the yard. That's why when it's time to get something painted, time to get something fixed, that's my job. Now Mary Caldwell sitting right there, you ask her whether or not I'm that way around my house. If something is broke at my house, it's going to get fixed with the same care and concern that I take care of the Lord's stuff with. See, let me, let me see if you can see this. When I came here, me and my family, in the summer of 1981, in August, we were in a building that's no longer here. It was a block over. 
The building was run down. The congregation was doing, I, I imagine, the best that they could with what they had. Well, I've always been a guy that believed that things could always be better. I, I still believe that. And so what the Lord did, we started to renovate that building. And I told the congregation then, look, don't you bring your uncle out here to try to put no paneling on the wall because if he doesn't do it right and I fire him, then I lost the member. So you leave your uncle wherever he is. That's the man of an overseer. Well, the Lord wanted to see how we would handle that situation in that building, how we would take care of that. Some of y'all right now being tested by the same Lord. Well, we took, we took care of that. We did the best that we could. Then the Lord blessed us with Greenwood Acres West. Then he blessed us with the North location. Then he blessed us with this life center. Why? Stewardship. Overseeing. What need to be done and then get it done. That's what stewardship. So stewardship is your material things. Stewardship happens to be your moral things. How you take care of your body. How you take care of what God has blessed you with. And when he sees that you are taking care of what he has blessed you with. He'll give you more. Because to whom much is given. Much is required. But because we can't see the Lord, we just treat him any old kind of way. And that's not right. So what do you have in your hand? The woman had a small measure meal. But when she did right by God and God's servant, he multiplied what she had. When Greenwood Acres West was built in 1986, we burnt the note. In 1988. That was over 300 some thousand dollars. Well when that was built. Guess what the Lord told me. You now go build your house. I'm going to build you a house. Now that you have built my house. But see. And my house is paid for. This is paid for. That is paid for. That up north is paid for. I, I, would, I don't want to insult anybody in here. But let me tell you something. I wouldn't waste my time coming to church and being rebellious. When you think about the Lord wants the best for you and has given us the best when he sent Jesus and has given us a place to go and make money and we won't even be fair with him. So he got a fool like me out here talking about it. Because I don't want a fool, double fool like you to, to think that I want anything from you. That, that's not what this is. Because if I wanted some of your money, this is the way it would sound. Everybody in here, get up and give me your money. <laughs> that's how it would sound. So, are you in the summer of your life? Or are you in the winter of it? But don't despair. If you blew the summer, God has a way or restoring to you the years that the locust has eaten. He'll give it back to you. But what God has at our own right now. In each of our lives. Is our stewardship over what he has blessed us with. Brand new car. Chicken bones all in the floor. Chicken grease all on the windows. That's not good stewardship. 
If you're a woman, you got a house, and, and you don't have a lawnmower, then you need to hire somebody to, to cut your yard, keep your place looking right. You're not a painter, stuff going on in the house, hire somebody to come in there and paint the place. Don't go down when God has called us up. That's a shouted mama. Praise the Lord. All right. You know, I'm not, every time I talk about something like this, y'all about as quiet as the church mouse. <laughs> Tell your neighbor, he's trying to get us over there. Trying to get you where God has called you to. Okay, now if you notice the ant in verse 8, the ant is a provider. You got that? She provides. That's just like the Proverbs 31 woman. She takes care of her merchandise. She provides her food in the summer and gathereth her food in the harvest. How long will thou sleep, O sluggard? When will thou arise out of thy sleep? Yet a little sleep, a little slumber, a little folding of the hands to sleep. So shall thy poverty come like one that traveleth and thou won't like an armed man. Poverty will keep you in bondage like somebody sitting in your living room holding a shotgun on you. And God has a way out. It's called tithes and offerings. And you know, before I move on, when, when, when we think about God being a responsible heavenly father, even when he made Adam and Eve, put them in the Garden of Eden, every tree you may freely eat, go for it. But of the tree of knowledge of good and evil, don't eat of that tree because the day you eat, you're going to surely die. Now, any good woman in here, any good mother in here, when you go to the supermarket, you go to get the best you can for your family. If you're a good woman, and I know you are. Well, when it comes to God's word, God's ministers, and God's people, it depends on the minister as to whether or not he wants to go shopping where God wants him to go shop. So when he gets ready to feed the flock, he can feed them with God's primary source and what he wants them to have, not just something just thrown together. And that's what this ministry is. And I can say it because I know what I'm talking about. You'd be hard pressed to come in here and don't get no word. And out of 40 years I've been here, I don't ever remember that happening. So my responsibility as a pastor and as an overseer is to tell you what the Lord said. And to give you the best that God has given me to give to you. And I cannot and I will not adjust my teaching to your attitude. I'm not going to do it. You don't know what you're doing. God does. So we need to be grateful that at least we can hear. Now it's up to us to do it. So the steps to financial freedom leads us to that place through obedience not to what we don't have, but what we do have in our hands. Now, in Luke, the 16th chapter, Luke chapter 16, the steps to financial freedom. 
And, and when I began to say and thank the Lord that I was debt free, nobody, I, I, I had not known anybody at that time that was debt free. And this is not a teaching that I had heard somewhere from anybody. But it didn't make sense to me to be doing all this work at AT&T 18 and a half years. Holmes Pontiac, I used to, I used to work there. I used to um, paint cars. Shell plant down in Minden, I worked there. Before all that, I was throwing papers as a teenager. I was cutting yards. I was washing cars. I was cutting air. It's nothing about me that's lazy. That's why I come before you. Even when I was, was, was hurting and had problems with my feet, I showed up in my suit and my sandals. Because I got a mission. And if Jesus ain't worth my second effort, then I ain't worth being saved either. Drew Brees all down there, 11 crack ribs. And he out there playing football. And if the world can have that kind of determination, why is it a little thunder, the child of God put their head out their door, I ain't going today. So God expects us to be better stewards over what we have because he's the one that wants to bless us. So we shouldn't be working against him. It does not matter. You may be a widow without a husband. You may be, you know, whatever you whatever your status is. That's why Jesus came into that place right where you are to help you. You should not use one reason why you should not be prospering. Beloved, I wish above all things that thou mayest prosper, that's material blessings, and be in health, physical. You saw me walk in there without a walker? God did that. I didn't make no big old to-do about it. I prayed. I talked to the Lord about it. And I know that you all love me. And I know that you were praying for me. And every time that you saw me walk in on a walker. You probably said to yourself. I need to pray some more because this ain't working. It was working. See. When I, when I went to physical therapy a few years ago. The guy said to me. He said. When you are doing exercise. And you are hurting. You're going in the wrong direction. So I wasn't going to push myself on that walker. The walker was my support to help me to get to where I was going. But the Lord is my walker. The Lord is my strength. The Lord is my joy in all these tribulations. So I know you want something. And I know you want to have something. And I know you want to have something to pass down to your children. And I know you want to have something to pass down to your children's children. It all starts with tithes and offerings. And good stewardship. Let me share one other personal thing with you. I got about 15 minutes. Um, I even tithe out of my social security. Yeah. Because my retirement money that came in lump sum, I gave all that money away to my three grandboys. And I did not have a mind toward 
uh, social security or whatever. That's why I tell people, listen, there's no need of you standing in line to try to put your social security or get your social security and you in your early 60s. Leave that money alone. Now, if you've done it, God bless you. Praise Jesus. But you want maximum benefit. And I think the last time I checked, that was 70 years. So what I do, I pull the tithe and offerings off of my Social Security. I put it right here. Right here. I sure do. And what the Lord has blessed me with, I've never had that much. But heck, I'm headed toward the harvest time of my life. Do you think I'm just supposed to be getting me a red carpet? No. Get a note that's comfortable and go on and live. So, God is concerned about us, period. Today's message, Steps to Financial Blessing, FC 3000-3000, is now available on CD for only $10, and it may be purchased by calling Know Your Bible at 318-938-1885, or you can mail in your request to the Know Your Bible radio broadcast, 7480 Greenwood Road, Shreveport, Louisiana, 71119 or email us greenwoodacres at Know Your Bible radio broadcast is now available as a podcast. You can listen to Know Your Bible through Apple Podcast, Google Play Music, and Spotify. Simply search for Know Your Bible or Bishop Caldwell in either app. Tap the subscribe button and Know Your Bible will come to you automatically each time an episode is posted. Enjoy! Now the question is, will I do his will and there is power, power, wonder-working power in the blood of Jesus. The power in the blood of Jesus on the cross at Calvary is God's resolution to the redemption of every lost sinner forever. Today is the day of salvation and now is the acceptable time because tomorrow is not promised. So believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, and thou shalt be saved in your house. For whosoever shall call on the name of the Lord Jesus shall be saved. Jesus said, come. The Father says, come. The Holy Spirit says, come. And I say, come. You need to come now. Now the question is, when? Jesus I was the chiefest of sinners, Paul says, and so say I. I called upon Jesus over 46 years ago and he answered me, came into my heart and brought with him the gift of eternal life. And he'll do the same for you if you call. Say these words to Jesus. Say, Jesus, I believe you are Lord. Come into my heart. I believe that God raised you from the dead. 
I accept you now, Lord, as my personal Lord and Savior. If you said those words, and if you mean those words, they are recorded in the 10th chapter of the book of Romans, verse 9 through 13. Welcome to the household of faith. Much, much love to you. Now the question's up. Hello, this is Bishop Carwell, and this is the Know Your Bible radio broadcast. The world needs Jesus now more than ever before, and you can help us to reach the world for Jesus Christ. I ask for you to pray for what the Lord will have you to do as it relates to financial support toward Know Your Bible. And then send your gifts of love to Know Your Bible, 7480 Greenwood Road, Shreveport, Louisiana, 71119. That's the Know Your Bible radio broadcast, 7480 Greenwood Road, Shreveport, Louisiana, 71119. We also welcome your prayer requests and your praise reports. So until we meet again right here on Know Your Bible, you pray for me and I'll be praying for you. And guess what? We'll all be prayed for. Much, much love to you. Now I see.